Take on me. There you go. <laughs> it is 16 minutes before the hour here on the Drunk Lodge Radio Show. That's a lot of fun, actually, don't you think? And, uh, yeah, so after she, uh, uh, after we went to break, she, uh, she, she showed me how to set up properly. <laughs> she said, oh, yeah, see right there, you're so much stronger just having your elbow in the right place. I'm like, well, thanks for telling me. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, so, no, I've known Deb for years. She's a, she, she's a, a, uh, she's a gutsy person. What she did years ago to uh, highlight some very bad things that uh, Principal Rooney were doing at Parkside, um, it, it, it took a lot. And uh, I have a great deal of respect for her. I was very pleased to bump into her when I was out and about. And look at that. She's now a world arm wrestling champion. So I'll have to I'll have to put my daughter Colette in touch with her. <laughs> I just got a note from one of our leases who said, "Hey, that that song is my ringtone." I thought someone was calling me. <laughs> All right, so I have a request from a member of our large and loyal listening audience. Her name is Jennifer, and no, it's not my wife. And uh, let me get the let me get let me get the message. Jennifer says. Um, oh, well, this is great. I'll read the whole message. Love your show in the mornings. I am waiting on my, uh, for my absentee ballot to come in to vote. Love listening to the show every morning on my way to work. Very entertaining and educational for someone like myself who is clueless in politics, LOL. Love hearing about the different school board and alderman candidates and your opinions of them. Helps keep me updated as we approach the election and making my decision on who to select much easier. I was wondering, could you do a segment, a one coming uh, upcoming morning on your show about the other things listed on the ballot? I checked the simple ballot uh, on the Manchester website, and they also have voting for moderator and selectman for the ward. I don't know much about either of those, and I don't know who to vote for. And not much online about the candidates. Also, how about your opinion on the pros and cons of Kino in Manchester? Looking forward to more upcoming shows. So our thanks to uh, Jennifer for that very kind note. Um, the, uh, the the ward offices uh, really don't do anything other than run the polls. The moderator is sort of the uh, the major domo of the polls. They decide uh, the rules. Um, of engagement they're the ones uh, who are responsible for the overall operation of the poll and if there are um, conflicts like someone challenges a ballot or something like that the moderator the moderator rules the ward clerk is basically in charge of the balloting and the counting of the ballots (laughs) and the uh, the selectmen i'm not The selectmen are responsible for doing things like uh, posting the election in conspicuous sites in the ward, advertising where the polling place is, and uh, basically managing the checklists on election day. That, that's basically what the selectmen do. So they all have a, an important role in the operation of the polling place. And, um, <clears throat> you know, back uh, when these things were um, partisan elections— and we probably should talk about the city clerk's latest utterances on that because I, I agree with his analysis. I disagree with his remedy of low voter turnout in the primaries. But um, 
so those are what the the uh, ward offices do when it comes to selectman, clerk, and moderator. There are a couple questions on the on the ballot. One is: Should the Manchester City of Manchester change the change its flag? And the options for the flags, including the current one, are on the ballot. And this is purely advisory to the Board of Aldermen. Uh, the current city flag, which, to be honest with you, is my choice. Then option two, which someone told me looked like the uh, you know looked like the Hartford Whalers flag. <laughs> Remember the old Hartford Whalers uh, hockey team? Um, it's blue and green, and it um, it's kind of like a combination of an M and a waterfall, and I don't know. Then there's this red flag with a a blue squiggly line that's supposed to represent a letter with a crown on it and there's a blue flag with a gra- uh, with a gold three-point crown um there were actually uh, there was actually one flag design in the whole thing that came forward there were something like 40 designs that came forward that i actually really liked and thought would be good <clears throat> but it didn't make the final cut uh, but i you know i like the current flag people complain well it's just the city seal on a you know on a white flag um, and it is, but if you understand the city's seal and what it's made up of, it it represents Manchester rather well. It's about industry. It's about innovation. It's about natural resources. It's about uh, working hard. Labor Vincit is the city's uh, thing, uh, and I, I forget the exact translation of it, but it, it represents everything that the city of Manchester uh, stands for and has stood for for more than a century and a half. And what brought us to world prominence um, as an industrial center here in the United States. And so that's my thought on the on the flag. There's no reason to change it other than somebody got an idea. <clears throat> and, uh, well, there it is. It's on the ballot. Um, Kino. You know, I'm sort of conflicted on the whole Kino thing, to be perfectly honest with you. I... I, I don't want to go to restaurants necessarily that are going to be uh, filled with gamblers. Kino is like video poker. It's like video bingo. And <clears throat> the problem with Kino is, is that restaurants, once it's approved, rest- a lot of restaurants who may not want it are going to feel like they have to have it as a way of not losing potentially a constituency of people who would otherwise go there, but they want to play Kino. And so Kino, by the way, it's, it's an electronic game that connects you with people all over the, all over the country. Really? I guess it's how it's played. I'm not an expert on it, but this is, this is the deal that the state has come up with to fund full day kindergarten. And the way the law is written before it can go on a ballot, there has to be a public hearing. There was a public hearing in Manchester. Nobody showed up. And uh, the voters have to approve it. And the proceeds from Kino will come from the restaurants that uh, or, or, they, or will, will come from playing the game. And then those those proceeds will be distributed statewide. Uh, they're coming up on the ballots of most of the cities in New Hampshire who have elections this fall. But certainly I would be surprised if every community in the state of New Hampshire voted for uh, voted to allow Keno in their in their towns. And, 
even if some of them do, it won't matter because, you know, the, the, the one place in town that would be allowed to have the, the Kino games is probably not going to generate all that much revenue. So on the one hand, you know, I'm pretty much a believer in allowing businesses to conduct those legal activities they say fit, they see fit to conduct or allow to be conducted in their properties. That's why I oppose the smoking ban. And yes, I'm an asthmatic. And yes, I used to work in a bar and all that other fun stuff. You know, nobody put a gun to my head that said I had to work there. Uh, so the whole we need, you know, it's just so part of me says that restaurants should be allowed to do the Kino thing. Um. But I, I would be lying if I told you that I liked the setup of this because it's being tied to funding. And, of course, the state is guaranteed a minimum amount of increased funding to all of the cities and towns through the full-day kindergarten bill. I think it's uh, eleven or 1200 bucks per student. So whether they raise the money through Keno or not, they're committed to that, that distribution to the cities and towns. If Keno goes, you know, woohoo, and it really fires people up and there's a lot of money coming in, the state distribution could rise to $1,800 per student, per kindergarten student, which is what, what, which is what's necessary to get to sort of full funding for kindergarten on the state level. Um, but the way, you know, the way this is set up, you know, some restaurants um, will want to do it. Others won't, but will feel like they have to to remain competitive. And then if one community, you know, if, if, if Manchester were to approve Keno, but Bedford were not to approve Keno, um, would, would you be putting restaurants in Bedford at a competitive disadvantage uh, to restaurants in Manchester? Uh, and so I, it just it just creates, you know, it, it, it creates it creates pressures that that don't need to be created. <laughs> it, this isn't a free market thing, really, where the state of New Hampshire has said. Hey, you know what? Um, sure, we'll 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 allow restaurants who who want to do kino to do kino. This is a revenue raising scheme for the state. The state's going to take a certain percentage of of the kino take. The state is going to charge the restaurants who put kino um, in their in their restaurants or whatever facility. It's mostly going to be restaurants. Uh, it's going to put it, it's going to charge a fee per machine. I mean, this is nothing other than a state grab at revenue. And this has been my arguing on, on gambling all along. If the state of New Hampshire wants to adopt sort of a free market approach to gambling, then it should just allow, it, it should prohibit, <clears throat> it should prohibit certain things that it thinks are, are bad for whatever reason and let rest. So if, uh, you know, Dio's on Elm Street wants Kino. It can put in Kino. Uh, okay. State wants to tax those proceeds. Okay. Just like casino gambling. You know, if the market up here is really good for casino gambling, then a casino gambling establishment would spend its own money and uh, build its casino. And then the state of New Hampshire would subject it to business profits taxes, business enterprise taxes, you know, the same taxes it subjects any other business to, not these wild schemes that are designed to, you know, extract, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars in licensing fees and other taxes that that, that come with it. So I guess my thought on it is 
Treat it like a business, like any other business, like any other revenue-generating activity for a business. So if a keto machine makes your restaurant $100,000 a year, to me, that $100,000 a year should be subject to your business, to the state's business profits and or business enterprise tax, whichever would be applicable in the business's case, right? So you subject that revenue to the business as a uh, to, to the existing tax structure. You don't come up with a whole new scheme to do it and so i just you know i will probably vote no on the keno question because i think ultimately while i understand what they're trying to do i i think it creates a number of issues that weren't really well thought out or anticipated uh i'm pretty sure that keno is going to pass in the city of manchester probably with flying colors and like I said, I'm conflicted because part of me would like to um, enable businesses to participate in these types of things, but I don't like the way the state is doing it. And I, uh, you know, Mayor Gatz has brought up some some I think legitimate concerns. What if what if Manchester does it and nobody else does? Now Manchester, now Manchester will be feeding the state beast when it comes to funding kindergarten. So I just think the legislation you know, sets up a lot of disparities. I think it sets up a lot of unnecessary pressures for a lot of um, businesses, both within and between communities. Um, there were questions about uh, you know how much of the money would go to prizes versus go to the state and a whole laundry list of things. So I will likely vote no. But I think if the state really wants to uh, enable gambling... It should enable gambling on whatever scale it sees fit, but subject those revenues to its existing tax structure and not use it um, as something that will become a disproportionately large revenue within the budget of the state of New Hampshire. Because once that happens, well, folks, That's the kernel that gives rise to uh, not only corruption, but also to legislatures that make decisions not on what's on the best interest of the community, but what's in the best interest of that revenue stream. This is Gerard at Large. 